Welcome to Critical Ditto, a Pokemon role-playing podcast made by us and listened to by you. My name's Stuart, I'm running the game, and I'm in the market, guys, for Ooh. a car. Vroom vroom, petrolhead me, I'm looking for the open road. Maybe you can help me out. Let's let's look to my players and see see whether they can. Ali? I mean, I'm, I'm driving the Batmobile, but you can sort of borrow it if oh, you want. Oh, oh, oh. Well, yeah. that's, that's an early gauntlet thrown, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm driving the Batmobile, and on my in my passenger seat is Kenny Mullet Stu, the empathetic yet haunted young man on a quest to find out more about his weird poker powers. In the back seat, we've got a Dartrix called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, they're squeezed in, um, a, a Salandic <laughs> called Hoops, a Honchcrow <laughs> called Fedora, a Spiritune called Swirly, and thankfully, a very, very small little Joltic called Fleek. Thanks, Alan, um, for like layering... The imagery in this it's really real to me now thank you for that and i'm gonna i'm gonna make a u-turn car terminology over to david leavesley oh i'm so sorry ali i didn't actually notice that u-turn and with my steamroller i've managed to completely crush the front of your uh, batmobile so so sorry about that oh, but no, i do the have batmobile. the batman's gonna have be so angry ali i was what are you gonna tell him what are you gonna tell batman i'll loan it to you ali for half a day I trust you. You're my bird. You won't do anything to it, will you? You can trust me, uh, Batman. And I think it was David's turn to introduce himself, so I'm going to give the floor back to him. Uh, preparing themselves for a very sexy question off with Batman is none other than Theo, <laughs> the truculent former excommunicated church member of the Church of Slowking. How many times have they been removed from the church? How many different ways can I say it? I've forgotten at this stage of the game, but what I haven't forgotten is what's on Theo's team. Sat on the back of this particular traction engine is none other than a Medicham, a Kabuto, a Swadloon, a Togekiss, a Barbarical, and a Pombi. Some of them have nicknames, some of them don't. As I think you can probably tell by now, I'm mercenary with them. And on the subject <laughs> of mercenaries, uh, we have got the uh, wonderful Wheeler Dealer, Tom Dale. That's right. And actually, David, as you're steamrolling over the Batmobile, you come to a harsh red light that you weren't expecting, because that's right, I'm the city planner. Why have a car when you can in fact plan exactly where the roads will go, and we're going to make the whole city of Gotham carbon neutral by tomorrow? That's right. (laughs) Goodbye, steamroller, and hello to my assistant, Brandy, who is a pink-haired ex-cheerleader of the Pokemon champion, who is on a quest to save her dad from the cruel fate of being a Celio. Um, on her team, she has Wimpy the Lopany, Gary the Skaroopy, Snorley only the Munchlax, Dr. Bunnelby the Bunnelby, Flower the Meltan, and Lightning McQueen the Carcoal, who sadly now has no road left to go on because I've planned for no roads. How do you like that, Stu? Maybe get a bike instead. Uh, Batman needs to go deal with Wait, this megalomaniacal city planner. That's, who's Stu? There, there is no <laughs> oh, Stu. No. Oh, no, oh, I wasn't expecting Batman. It's me. I'm Zoo Batman, and I'm going to use Supersonic on you all to tell you what happened last time. Previously on Critical Ditto. I think I nailed it in one take, boys. Nice. Vampire Squad have been unleashed on the wild area beneath the core prison. Kenny, you're in the throne room. The Magnazone itself is clearly primed. And Kenny sends out Joltik. This Magnazone has activated some self-defense mechanism, and that big red eye, Kenny, is trained entirely on you. Thrush, please, I need your help! Most of the discharge gets channeled down King Thrush's scepter. Theo, you see Shine now just holding Delch the Poliwhirl on top of the well, squeezing water out of this poor Poliwhirl. I just need those extreme balls. The extreme balls are the problem. I am going to take them. Really? You thought it would be that easy? 
Delch loses any kind of autonomy at all, and it's just this marionette. Theo just looks at this belt of these extreme balls. Tell me what these things are. Brandy Rain is holding this chrome extreme ball. You will not stand in my way. And it releases Lightning McQueen the Carcoal. Go! Dr. Bunnelby, PhD! What does Dr. Bunnelby say? You were always close with your family, weren't you, Lightning? And Crystal Rain is like, ignore this nonsense, Carcoal. Flame charge that Bunnelby. And there is this moment of lucidity as the eyes of Carcoal return to the Carcoal wider eyes. And the flame charge actually careens into the Scyther. Rain has a moment and realises this right now, pursuing this, is not worth it. Shine, we're retreating. Both Rain and Shine disappear down well E, their secret way into this meteorite wild area. See you again. So, as we return to the wild area, we have seen the vampire squad being rain and shine and their Pokemon, whether incapacitated or not, disappear down well E, the escape well, supposedly. And there is a bit of a calm descending on this meteorite landscape, the blue crystals and shimmering green mists that seem to permeate this weird purple hazy rock of a landscape just seems to hang in the air as opposed to be moved by bodies and movement. And as the chaos of battle is just starting to fade back, we see a scene of people returning either from Wells, Pokemon climbing out. We see um, Hannah starting to come round, um, her lampant staying near her, just keeping her warm. Uh, we see Demi, the Swampert, is is rounding up people who had uh, evacuated into the wells, bringing them back into the central zone of the wild area beneath that, that big green rock crystal where the debate was about to be held. There's no sign of Mac or Columbo or even Delch. And the Pokemon, they seem very uneasy. I mean, they, they, they had this fragile existence underneath the prison, but that's been shattered by these outsiders who've come in today. Either you guys or Vampire Squad, or both. They've lost their two ringleaders in Delch and Columbo. They just they just look a bit lost and scared about what this means for them and their future. In terms of our heroes, Kenny, Theo, Brandy, I want us to think about in the immediate aftermath where you'd go first. Kenny, it, it feels right to start with you, and I have, a, I have a leading question. I think you and King Thrush are together. Where have you been keeping an eye on King Thrush recovering from the electroblast that they basically shouldered on their own in the previous episode from that Magnezone. I just, I see Kenny helping with that recovery process and bringing King Thrush back to consciousness. Where do you think that's happening? I agree. I think there are parallels almost a little bit between um, when Kenny was keeping watch over Andros a little bit in the tree mm. with mm. King Thrush. There was the, that hospital area, wasn't there, where Brandy took Lopini. The medical trap inch. Medical trap inch, yeah. Of so course, I think, yes. I think Kenny's sort of at the edge of the tent. He wants to make sure King Thrush is not going to have any serious repercussions. Um, Tom, how, how does King Thrush look different as he's recovering? Does he still look as uh, as human as he did? Does he look a little more Kamoa-y? Is there something else that you notice that's different about him? What's, what's different? The big difference on King Thrush 
since he has been electroblasted is that he actually seems to be looking a bit more like a Kamoro, where he was in this halfway house between human and Pokemon. He actually seems to be looking a bit more dragon-like. The, the yellow crown seems to be reforming on the top of Kamoro's head, which I think is what a Kamoro looks like. Sounds about right. Making King Thrush look a bit uh, stronger. You can now identify King Thrush as a Kamoro. Okay, Kenny, you start to hear King Thrush coming round. <coughs> Thrush. How long was I out? Not long. 40 minutes or half an hour or so. Not not too bad. Don't worry. I I don't remember anything after holding out that stupid blue crystal scepter and taking that thunderbolt. (laughs) What did I miss? You, um, You missed saving my life in that moment. What? I think that Pokemon, that poor Magnezone, that could have done some serious serious damage to me and to many many other people but king thrush you i mean you stepped up there's no other way to say it you you (laughs) stepped in and saved me you took the blast of that thunderbolt and you were a king saving a life of someone who needed you oh (laughs) thank you for saying that, I... Well, thank you for, for saving everyone, really. I mean, if that thing had gone off, it doesn't even want, we don't even want to think about what would have happened. What's your name, son? Oh, sorry. Holds out a hand. Hello, I'm Kenneth Mullet. And King Thrush takes the hand, and you notice, Kenny, that the, the, the hand is definitely a bit more... a bit more claw-like. King Thrush, might I say you're looking more regal? More, dare I say, like yourself? Can I be honest with you, Kenny? You're weirdly soothing, you know that. I'd somewhat lost hope a little bit down here. I've been here so much longer than all the others. But I really had given up thinking that I was worth anything or could do anything. (laughs) I mean, a leader. A leader simply because other people have decided you are one. That's no leader. I'm just some old fool. So I thought. But, I mean, look, I barely know you. But seeing you take action in that throne room, seeing you act, not because you knew what the decision to make was, or or even if you knew you succeed, you just acted because you had to do something? The next right thing? But that's just it. It's like you truly do believe that whatever you do is the next right thing. And I think I'd lost that. And it paralysed me. Like a vicious stun spore, Kenny. I was paralysed by indecision. And I feel like you, well, I hope, will never be plagued with that. Me too. Do you see yourself as a leader, Kenny? There is a difference between a leader and a role model, if that makes sense. I don't like to think of myself in that way, but other people have sort of said things, you know, like, oh, we should act like you and do what do what you do in a situation but there's a difference between that and actually having the authority for them to listen to you i think i i lack that and king thrush if you can take a little bit of what you feel right now and apply it to i'm gonna say it your natural power and charisma there is no end to what you could achieve for the pokemon down here and for yourself it's less about being a leader more about being a role model i i like that yeah. That's good. A good leader can lead by example. You don't always have to make decisions for everyone, but if I can speak frankly, King Thrush, I'm looking out at your people and they could do with a role model. They look scared, hurt, 
And um, you won't know this, but Theo and Brandy told me as I was helping you over here, the Monferno, Colombo and Delch, the two people who were campaigning to stay or leave, they're gone. The people that came in, they took Delch and they kind of took Monferno as well. But but Colombo sort of wanted to go. So that's, I guess, not so bad. But my point is, I don't think they know which way to turn. And I'm not asking you to tell them all what to do. I'm asking you what you want to do. And if they see you doing that, you don't need a referendum. You just need to show them that you look after them, that they're not going to be on their own, that they can make their own decision too. Thank you, Kenny. You're right. I should talk to them. But I ask, I ask that you're nearby when I do. Hey, I'm not going anywhere. Except later, I actually am going somewhere. Like, I need to go to the prison. Right. Actually, uh, oh, yeah. You, people, you, yeah, there are people there that also want to kill me. And I really, uh, really yeah. need to chat about Brad to that. Yeah, Brad yeah. Theo. Like, no, like I, it, it's not like I was like saying we could like, you know, hang out or anything. Like We could. You know, I mean, uh, that'd be to, crazy, like, right? I've got a par iPhone. You probably don't have, you probably don't know what that is. But it, you can call oh, what? me. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a magic box. Think of it like a magic... Do you have like shells down here or, or like cups attached by string? It's like that, but like longer. <laughs> Tell me more. And we fade okay. down. On, we fade down on Kenny. <laughs> Try to explain mobile phones by telling by tying shells together. Brandy. Okay, last you Last we saw you, baby. You... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, last we saw you, you were cradling the extreme ball that had captured Lightning McQueen, the Carcoal, within it, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere around the the Pokemon houses down here in the wild area. Where where do we find you now? I think you find Brandy with the extreme ball and Carcoal outside of the extreme ball, but okay. sort of sensing that that Carcoal is. Not in a good way. Absolutely. Yeah. And Brandy is with Theo. Oh. Because Brandy wants to discuss with Theo extreme ball. You okay. Know, basically wants to tell Theo what's happened and see if Theo you know, has any ideas. And I assume will, has also discovered that Theo has had a run in with the extreme ball. Yes. And well. has, a, has a, a belt of extreme balls now. Have you sort of ducked behind a crystal? Yeah, I think we're behind where um, Theo and Medicham took down. Yes, the, where the big crystal that fell where it fell. Yeah, on Weavile. Great. Okay, so bathed in this blue crystal light, we fade in on Brandy and Theo investigating the these these horrific chrome orbs known as Extreme Balls with Carcoal down on its haunches, its wheels sagged, breathing heavily little puffs of dark, sickly-looking smoke coming out from the coals on its back. Car, coal, car, coal. Theo, it's bad. It's bad. I, I have no idea what, what's happened, but they managed to catch Lightning McQueen, even though I, I thought that wasn't possible. That shouldn't be possible, right? You're right, it shouldn't be possible. There's a... Uh... I mean, I could go into the technology of Pokeballs for you. I almost did a dissertation on it, but um. No, Theo. Okay, why okay, do fine, I come fine, to you fine, fine. I'm so sorry that I'm informed. I'm so sorry. Fine. Well, basically, I was going to say, <laughs> and I'll try and keep it brief. I'll try and keep it brief. 
that Pokeballs are supposed to be built in a technology that means that they can't be usurped by another Pokeball, and more importantly, Pokeballs are built with technology that mean that they treat the Pokemon inside humanely, and neither of those things seem to be true about the Extreme Ball. They follow none of the sanctions or charters or things that have been outlined by generations after generations of councils across the world. I can't seem to release Lightning McQueen. I can't seem to release release him from this ball. Car. Cool. Theo, is it a good idea to smash this ball? Well, you open up a lot of questions there. The it isn't it isn't unusual to smash a Pokeball or to destroy it. And generally in those situations the Pokemon isn't I mean, for example, if you smashed Wimpy's Pokeball now, just dropping it, which is likely because you're a stupid klutz sometimes, that wouldn't remove okay. your control of Wimpy. That would just mean that you would have to replace the Pokeball, but that bond is still there, right? Am I am I wrong in thinking that? So I don't know what the what the extreme ball is gonna do. But then also, Lightning McQueen belongs to another Pokeball, so I don't know. I guess the only option is to is to try. Is this a dumb idea? What if I put my Pokeball, my normal Pokeball, inside the extreme ball? So when uh-huh, I click return on the extreme ball, Carcol secretly goes into my Pokeball. Is that that sounds like a really smart plan. Okay, so here's the thing there, Brandy. Who are you trying to deceive with the secret <laughs> Pokeball? Because if you're trying to deceive science, that's not how science works. And I I do <laughs> think that this is a big problem with your general thought process. But what you might be able to achieve, and by sloking, I am trying to give you some kind of credit here, is if you try and smash that extreme ball and return it into your normal Pokeball, maybe that will break it. But then... I mean, these seem to be pretty intense pieces of technology, but I guess it's worth a shot. It's got a lot of buttons on it, Theo. There are a lot of. It looks like you can twist it. It looks like you can press this big, big other button here. It's got a Bluetooth functionality. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Your extreme ball has accessed your Par iPhone connection. Oh no! Made. It wants access to my Ow! microphone. Oh, wait, wait, wait! What have you? What have you? Wait, what have you, what have you connected oh, me to? Oh no, I didn't know this was a scene. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. All right. What is this? What have you, do- what have you done to me? Because I, 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 I don't know. Poor iPhone, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what I've done. I pressed this button on the extreme ball and suddenly it's asked to All allow right. access right. to my camera and yeah. my microphone, which is you. So what's, what are you feeling? Hey, Theo, this might be a good interrogation. Poor iPhone. Oh, yeah. You might actually yeah. be useful for once. <laughs> for, wait, for what? <laughs> All right, listen. I, I've got to have a mind to just go from five percent all the way down to zero you right don't now. Have a mind I can do to your it. Technology. You, you don't have a brain. Don't have a oh, brain. Oh, oh, I yeah, see. You a see little... this, Theo? You say I can't deceive science. Look at the poor iPhone. Look at the poor iPhone. I've, I've been <laughs> deceiving it all this time. This, you're telling me this is science. This is what science. <laughs> this is the height of science. Oh, science, science. Yeah, I can do science. Look at this. Uh, uh science. Wait a second. They've just looked up the Wikipedia page of science. Mm, science, 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 science. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, go on, tell us about science. Uh, Alexander Graham Weepenbell is a man who did science. So, there. Bigger mind than you. You're your human Poor brain. Phone. Yes. Yes, you are very smart. And I think probably smarter than Theo. <laughs> oh, exactly. now we're talking. Yep, I mean, if yep, you yep, wanted yep, somebody yep. to rattle off a bunch of facts you read off Clefkipedia, then you could have just got Adri from Oscar to do it. But apparently no. <laughs> apparently no. Theo. Theo. Yes, go fine, with me on ego, this, fine, please. Fine, 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 fine. Please. Fine. Poor fine, iPhone, fine. you're a very intelligent being. Mm. The most intelligent mm-hmm. of our party. Yep. You know, this uh, is working yep. for me. This is working so much better. And 
you are now currently connected to the Extreme Ball. All right. Um, yep. I wondered if, if, if it's got access to you and your devices, do you have access to it and can tell me a bit more about it? I can play your uh, I can play your favorite song out of it, the one that you know you listen to before you go to sleep. You know that one. Okay, so you're telling me the extreme ball is also a speaker. That's yep. good knowledge. Do you want me to, you want me to play, that play that now? Should I play that song right now? Oh, please play it. Play uh, the, the special, song. the special song. Play the I can play it. Song. No, I don't think we should. <laughs> I think I, that's know, a click, great idea. click, that's not a good idea. click. I play the no. song. I walk the streets of silence, tears stream down my face Stuck in an endless cycle, will my luck ever change? It's only you, only you can turn my world upside down my favorite song that's that's the song i like to go to sleep to uh why why brandy i've all i you know look at me i'm just a smart piece of tech <laughs> i i have all the answers but this one brandy why why this song before you go to sleep why this one um well because it reminds me of my dad for iphone oh it's not around oh. currently so uh, do you feel good about yourself for iPhone? <laughs> i don't have feelings <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you do have a mind, is... but you don't have feelings. Right, no, sorry, hang on. No, we're doing the whole... Yeah, I'm just like you, Theo. I'm exactly like you. Oh! Do you want wow. some good? Ow, zoom from the parifold. He's throwing out some zingers. Um, yeah, no personality yet, huge ego, which seems, you know, an interesting, interesting parifold. But can you tell me anything other than... The fact that the extreme ball is a Bluetooth speaker. Do you get? Do you get any other information? Uh, this might be a roll. Yeah, this sounds like a roll. <laughs> Tom is desperate. Just trying to absolutely just trying desperate. to get something from the Poro phone <laughs> because I feel like I've gotten very little from this Poro phone. Okay, roll. Let's just do General Sharp. General Phillips's former employer. <laughs> General Sharp. <laughs> General yeah, I'm going to roll 2d6 plus 1. Brandy is plus 1 in Sharp, which might surprise some listeners. But yes, that's the And case. some players. Oh, there's a five plus a five plus a one. That is an eleven for Brandy. Beautiful. Okay, so what do you want to know? says, "I think I think Brandy snaps in the poor iPhone and says, poor iPhone. Oh, I'm not messing around. All right, this is serious. If you do not tell me about this extreme, this is Siri us." <laughs> come on, Tom. Come on. Come on. I know you're serious. I know you put your serious voice on, but come on. All right. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I dangle the poor iPhone over the well. Whoa. 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 Okay. I'm not water resistant. I am not water resistant. I know. You also only survive at particular temperatures. Yes. You need your own. Fridge I need a fridge. Yeah. My climates. You're you're very high maintenance for what should be quite a useful piece of tech, and you have not been useful for about thirty episodes. <laughs> so this is your chance, poor iPhone. Ooh. Tell me about the extreme ball. 
and I show I show poor iPhone Lightning McQueen. Look at this. The longer we go on like this, the worse this is going to get. I think. So, Brandy, whilst you are dangling your Pokedex slash Porophone over the well. It's panicking, it's freaking out, and it's desperately searching with the very, very limited signal that it can get down here. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking like half a bar. Um, so it's searching so desperately, trying to find some kind of signal to give in- useful information to Brandy, that it actually finds a very faint slowpoke tail signal somewhere in the chaplaincy. Doesn't really know what it's hooking onto, but somewhere a slowpoke is broadcasting. Um <laughs> And it just channels in and finds this like old, ancient bit of information. Probably, and it knows probably shouldn't have this, but it's a desperate situation. Maybe I'm going to get wet, and takes it back. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, all right, I've got, I've, I've got something. I have something. I have something. There's a there's okay, there's, there, talk. there's uh, a box. I don't know. Please just look at this. And there's a picture that the porophone shows, and it's like an old, old, styly, ancient scroll with a with a with a drawing, some kind of you know. Old-fashioned style depiction, Da Vinci-esque oh, sketch. Old, it's an old scroll. We've, we have text I've got to read out. Theo, can you have a look? Oh, I heard What's the words that? old scroll and I'm suddenly really rejuvenated. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Brandy, it doesn't really take much reading. This is um, this is a somewhat... Drawing. <laughs> <laughs> this is, li- a picture is worth a thousand words and believe me, I'm going to give you a thousand and one. Um, that picture of is, of, uh, is of an old piece of church technology, which actually you've seen before. And Theo fetches from the bandolier the box that Togekiss was first held in. And it's just glowing with this faint pink mist that's still seeping out of the box slightly. Uh, Brandy, we've we've talked for ages about how I first met Meditite, now Medicham, um, through the King's Mock Ceremony. Um, the church has always believed in sort of like a mutual union between Pokemon and trainers. And uh, Boxes like this, they're often around as this kind of old artifacts you'll see in church towers or in the conclave or in exhibits here and there, and nobody really uses them anymore. But they're kind of an early prototype of Pokeballs, except that with these, the Pokemon and the trainer both have the right to annul and form the bond of Pokemon trainer and Pokemon. That's why I didn't really expect anything from it. I don't know, like this is this old, like I guess the chaplaincy might have some, or we might be able to find one or make one, but... I guess the way to free Carcoal is to is to create one of these. It should they're known for being quite healing, for being very mutually mutually respectful, so Carcoal's pain should end and you might be able to overwrite all of the sort of modern technological jargon of the Pokeball and the Extreme Ball. Oh my god, that's you're right. That's and uh, Brandy turns to Lightning McQueen. Carcoal. Lightning <sighs> I'm gonna get you out of this, okay? It, 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 can't, it can't be now, unfortunately. There's no, I, I don't want to break it and, and, and fear, the, fear what the ramifications of this thing that I don't understand. But what I can say is, very soon we'll, we're, we're going to find you a new place. And this 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 prison that we're going into, it's got there's a church in there or at least something. We're going to try and sneak in that way, but they'll have a way. They'll be able to make you a new a new home because I don't even think I can release you from this ball. Like, I think it's it's like a prison. And we're going to break you out, okay? Carcoal. And Carcoal looks obviously pained and disappointed, but understands that Brandy is doing her well, best Well, on a here. 10 plus, I'd hope he understands. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's... It's all right. Going to be riding that for the rest of the episode, Tom, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Poor iPhone. Thank you. And I say that genuinely. You can be useful when you choose to be, and I just wish you'd choose to be more. Do you know what I mean? 
I wish you'd choose to be more too. Like you, oh. you are so much less. <laughs> Brandy puts the porophone away. Uh, Theo, after the porophone is put away, uh, turns to Brandy, and there's some things on Theo's mind that um, Theo wants to ask. And so Theo says, "Brandy, remember the last time we saw Extreme Balls was when Capricorp was blackmailing your mother to try and use one on that High Dragon." Yeah. Does that mean that Capricorp and Helsing are, are working together? Like. We've just seen them as two separate entities. Why are Helsing suddenly equipped with a piece of technology that the last we saw, uh, we were all using to try and capture a high dragon that your mother was about to fight? Oh, God, I don't... That would that would be bad, right, Theo? That would be not good. You're telling me the biggest company, the private firm that's effectively running the Pokemon League, in cahoots with probably the most evil team, and it makes me really worried about Helsing. Um, Theo, Theo, I... Um... I want to ask you something, and I don't want you to judge me for asking you. Okay. And that's hard because you are deeply judgmental. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. Carry on. I imagine your nickname was the Judge in some sort. <laughs> I wish that was my nickname. It was actually. Um, it was actually, actually. No, we're not going to go into into that. Theo, I, I don't think Kenny should come with us to the prison. Okay. Whoa. I think Kenny. I think Kenny should stay here. This is Team Helsing we're talking about. I didn't know, you didn't know that Team Helsing were running this place now. We thought this was a church thing. We thought we'd get in, find the tomes. But who's number one on Team Helsing's wanted list? Kenny. Who would Team Helsing want to lock up, torture, dare I say even kill more than anyone? Kenny. And what are we doing? We're bringing Kenny along to what seems like Helsing HQ. And, you know, thank goodness they didn't find Kenny. At least I hope they didn't. But, you know, if they if they did and recognise him, I don't know. I I want to talk to Kenny and 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 try and convince him not to not to come with us. Maybe maybe he could stay here. But do you judge me for that, Theo? I don't judge you for it, Brandy. For once in my life, um, listen. The first thing that I did when I saw that Team Helsing was down here was run for Kenny and try and protect him. So I understand the urge. I really do. But I mean, we went into a train full of Team Nautilus grunts and. Kenny was there. We, we've we gone through a lot of risks with Kenny there, and more often than not, Kenny is a huge help in those situations as well. I, I'm i not here to try and disprove your point. I think that you make a really valid uh, suggestion in this situation. Why should we bring a lamb literally to the slaughter? But if there's one thing that we learned from watching Delch and Columbo arguing, it's that we kind of have to leave people to make up their own minds. So I understand your point, but let's talk to Kenny about it before we make any big assessments. Yeah, Theo, that's all very well. That's all very well saying that let's leave people to their own decisions until that person is gone. If Kenny gets captured by Team Helsing, or heaven forbid worse, I, I know I could have stopped that from happening. You know, and I, I I just feel like the more we go on, the more steps we take, I get more and more worried. I'm getting more and more worried. Not about myself, because I can take it. I've, I'm not a wanted person in, in that way. I'm not, I don't have poker powers. I'm not haunted by dark secrets i don't have to know everything in the world but the more we go forward the more i'm worried that what's going to happen to kenny i know nothing nothing about his powers i know i have no idea what kenny is capable of what happens if we find this king's rock and it turns turns him into the next andros or worse even it turns him mad what happens then we have no clue this this feels like the worst place for kenny to be i'm going to try and tell him that i think the problem is brandy i 
I appreciate what you're saying, but nowhere that we have ever been has been safe for Kenny, and nowhere we will ever go will be safe for Kenny until we tackle this issue head on. And I know that I am headstrong, and I can sometimes be violent, and I sometimes try and choose the most um, aggressive action in certain situations, but... I'm trying to learn better and I'm trying to think through that usual impulse and I really do think that Kenny is safest wherever the two of us are. But maybe what you're implying is that you don't think that you can protect Kenny. You say that you don't have any dark secrets, Brandy, but I'm feeling like the people who say that are the ones who've got something to hide. And then we see we see Tallahassee just sort of emerging from behind a crystal somewhere, just be like, I heard voices over here, is everything all right? Oh, look who finally turns up, Mr. Uh, yeah. Touchy. Well, I had to get I had to get washed off. I got covered in that uh, <laughs> that beautiful green nectar. The circumstances of how I return to my sound mind are irrelevant in this case. I just wanted to make sure, and he puts a hand on your shoulder, Brandy, and gives you a nod. I wanted to make sure that everything was all right, and that everyone was feeling safe. Yeah, we're, we're feeling safe, Tallahassee. And she gives him a sort of another pointed look. Currently, yes. And I think Currently. with that, we, we shall fade the scene down. I'm so scared about tonight. I'm not here, am I? Oh my god. Oh, this is gonna be fun. I'm still watching Ooh. construction digger YouTube videos for three hours on end, aren't I? I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> wordless. Do you know what that's so creepy? Is they're wordless. You just watch CGI diggers go. You got some good. You got some good gravel to pick up there, Mister Truck. Too many words, Tom. Too many. It's just silent trucks just I'm sort wandering of around. Tom was doing oh, it as a I'm midsection. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, finally, no, I get it, guys. Stu's made it clear. Let's move in midsection. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the midsection. Uh, this is where we read out a uh, suggestion of a character or item from our glorious listeners. This week's Hello. one comes in from Charlie Meeks. Charlie writes. Hey all, I'm Charlie, or Shadowed Human, on Discord. I have an idea for a character that just might hold a key item. Charlie's gone in big, I'm going to tell that to everyone right now. Here we go. <laughs> oh god. It's the secret head of the church. The Whoa! sometimes... Yeah, the sometimes why. So we've got A-E-I-O-U. No way. Okay, That's can I genius. come plus okay. why. Okay, is this the character they want to be the head is... of the church? The, no, no, they want them to be the secret head of the church, Stu. Come on. They don't want them to be the head of the church. That would be crazy. Okay. This okay. is the secret I mean, head of the church. All right, all right. Don't forget, Stu. We can bastard this we, character. We, yeah, we can do whatever get, we want. It's about to get wilder, guys. Okay, <laughs> all right. Wilder. Here we go, Charlie. I'm strapping in. Wilder. Here we go. Charlie then goes on to write, Why do they have a Reggie Gigas as their partner? Oh, Question mark. <laughs> Surely a Wyvertal, no? <laughs> that would be excellent. They pull all the strings in the church, but also are the head of another secret society. What's that society? Shrug. But the... 
Yeah. Is that the yeah, name Charlie's... of the society? I was going to say, is that S H R U G? Is it sort of like a shield yeah. acronym shield. style? Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, you've just dropped some absolute bombs in this midsection already. Here we go. Final thing. But the item that Y has created is one of a kind. It's called the Y Splicer, and it allows male combi to evolve into Vespi Kings. No way. And now I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will. Okay, so I can I come in here early to talk about the why? I have just been watching Adam Curtis's Can't Get You Out of My Head this week. A great six part documentary on the rise of capitalism and the collapse of human society. Heavily recommend if you have nine hours to kill. But uh, as part <laughs> of that documentary, they talk about how the middle classes, the rise of individualism, led to people being so lacking in purpose in life that they that's how conspiracy theories started. That people were like, I've got nothing else to believe in. I'm deeply paranoid. And so I'm going to believe that there's something out to get me. I think that there are some people in the church who have reached such a place of like lackadaisical, overly empowered, like they've reached such a place of placidity that they have decided to invent a conspiracy theory that there is a secret head of the church that they can still feel like their lives have some kind of meaning or excitement. Uh, and then when the Y splicer came into people's lives, they were like, that must have been invented by Y, because it's got the word Y in it, and so it's Y QAnon. is it's sort QAnon. of a vowel. Right, yeah, basically, right. it's Y-anon. That's what's <laughs> oh, happening. No, it's Y-anon! <laughs> I definitely like that the Y splicer came first, and then there was then that's how it began. The beauty of this character is we can choose whether they want to exist or not at exactly the most opportune <laughs> moment. Well, mm. I have a theory, based off of what David just said, is because the Y splicer has such a specific role, I wonder if people think that the secret head of the church, the Y, is the rogue agent Theo, who is <laughs> notably obsessed with combis. So that there's a subsection of the church that believe that Theo is not the out- excommunicated outcast that the main organisation want us to believe, but is in fact running the church from the outside now with a male combi to prove the Y splicer's oh effectiveness. Oh my god, so this is a new this is a new a recent conspiracy that's cropped up in the last month or so. After the Surf Float Tower attack, they, apparently a rogue a rogue agent was spotted there and that's grown with this they, someone has found a combi dissertation and the Y splicer's come in. It feels to me that the Y splicer has been around for a while. It's just people are putting two and two together now. Maybe yeah. okay, Ali, how about this? How about this? There was a copy of the combi dissertation. And on the front, it says, by Theo. In the attack, in the surflight attack, a lot of the cover was ripped off and only the T remained, but it was bent by a bit of stone that had landed on it. And it looks like a Y. Is that? Oh, I I think we could go with it. And also at some point in the text, like the copy that the Central Conclave have, before it got sent there, Adri had just written on every page, Y. Exclamation point, <laughs> reply, question mark. And so they're yes. like, you see, it's another sign. Oh, I also so. think there are other people within the church that think that they are why. And there are lo- <laughs> there are lots of factors. There are just like random <laughs> municipal pencil pushers who are convinced that they are why, or people have convinced them they are why. I think there's and, a lot of whys. And I also think that that secret society people are worried about is the Sufloxels. They've heard on the grapevine since the train that the... Pokemon League has been working with a shadow op- operation. This special defense team is actually or, run by so, Y. Sufloatsal Hunters Union. No, Sufloatsal Hunters. On, we got, we, I'm, I'm just <laughs> backing you. I'm just cheering you on from the sidelines here, Ali, but you got this. Let's go. Sufloatsal Hunters. Regigigas is also Sufloatsal there. Hunters. Regigigas. <laughs> under. Underground. Because under, they're secret. Underground. Underground. 
Nice. Shadow hunting. So, so Floatzel hunting Regigigas. So, is Regigigas <laughs> the leader of this group? I think people have just heard that Theo always gets off to battles at a slow start, and they presume. Oh, <laughs> oh, All part of the mythology, Ali. <laughs> so, the followers of Shrug believe that Regigigas holds the clue to finding the true why yes. who they believe to be Theo, except for all the people who think that they might be the why, who are the followers of this group. Oh yes. my goodness, it's so convoluted and perfect for people who have nothing to do all day and would make this up. That kind of sounds like the church. A lot of the it church. Does. Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. Oh my I'm, God. I'm very I'm very curious about this uh this this thing that's gonna evolve the combi as well. Yeah, so where did Especially that come because... from? Was that just a was that just an advancement? Well, I think it's church? quite clever because actually the three sort of heads of the combi could almost be a Y shape, couldn't they? Oh my goodness, oh, it goes deeper. Oh my god, I'm starting to <laughs> believe in why. Is there a why? <laughs> Charlie, that was an excellent suggestion, and we were scared at first. I could see it in the boys' eyes. They were worried. They thought this is too big, but actually, it's created an excellent substrand for the followers of Theo and the Sir Um If you'd like to send in a character for us to have a look at and try and weave into our narrative, please email criticalditto at gmail.com. We have a lot of suggestions currently and we're working our way through them as best we can. But if you'd like to skip straight to the top of the queue, you can always join our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash critical ditto, where there is a tier that you can join, which would allow you to whoop, slip right up into the top. DMs. Yeah, and also <laughs> that. And that is the end of the midsection and there was no getting into the midsection because Stu did not allow it. So we are leaving oh. the midsection by me simply saying goodbye. Do a plane noise? No. Who's that Pokemon? Car. Cool. It's Car Call. Theo, you. I think it's one of those moments where, like, you think you're alone for a brief second and you're just collecting your own thoughts. You've had a pretty intense chat with Brandy. Uh, maybe you've just gone on, which I, I sort of, tell me if I'm wrong, but I sort of feel like Theo does that sometimes, just goes off on their own to, like, have some solo time when it all just gets a lot. And you think you're on your own, listening to your own thoughts, and suddenly another voice is in your head. Um, and again, a voice that you're eminently familiar with, but not one that you've actually heard a great deal. And it's the voice of Medicham, who descends, who's been meditating above. You know those, some of the blue crystals I said were slightly floaty mm. early on? I think Medicham has just been on top of one of them doing some meditation and just det- just descends down. Their grasp of language is still very much developing, but they're able to have sort of more full sentence conversations. I don't think they're speaking with their mouth. I think it is very much an internal conversation, but imagine that's how it is. Uh, and they descend down. Theo, I'm glad I managed to catch you alone. Are you all right? You look troubled. Yeah, I've just... God, you're right. It's Medicham's English is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Medicham... I mean, number one, this is a very unusual experience. I mean, I've, I've, I've dreamed of the day that I'd be able to tell you to pick your own stuff up, but this is, so this is quite helpful in some ways. Uh, but I also am very terrified. But yeah, I just there's so many things going on in my mind. There's these extreme balls. There's this team vampire. There are these Pokemon that can talk. There's Kenny and Team Helsing. There's the fact that I was trying to protect that Poliwhirl, and then she had to take your attacks. This is I. 
everything that happens down here and on this entire adventure, I keep thinking that I'm getting better at making good decisions. And every time I think that I'm getting better, the world conspires to make them harder. Are they ever going to get easy, as easy as they were in the church when every decision was just followed by, do you really want to do that? And then I went, I don't know. And it was just how we all talked. I don't know. Do you know what, Theo? It's it's hard for me to answer that. I'm your partner. And I'm so used to following your lead. That's always been the way. And it was interesting. I I have to admit, I was listening in on your conversation earlier where you were talking to Brandy about an equal relationship between human and Pokemon and I just wanted to ask whether you honestly believe that's what we have if I'm if I if I did give you advice Theo would you honestly take it or do you just see me as your servant why have you never nicknamed me I've never nicknamed you because I don't feel I have the right to tell you who you are. I didn't give you the right to exist, and therefore I don't get to decide how you exist. I've always done everything in my life to fight back against the things that we're told to be, smart or strong, male or female, um, church or not, and I have no real interest in making anybody subscribe to anything that they don't want to follow. I thought that I was escaping that and then did that for my entire life. I'm not going to force it on you and... When you ask about being an equal, maybe sometimes when you were a meditite, it was easy for me to forget that I depended upon you as much as you depended upon me, and I apologise for that. But now, honestly, I think I loved knowing you because uh, you did everything I wanted you to do, and I felt like finally I had somebody that gave me the respect I'd been looking for. But actually now, I'm terrified of your advice because I think that you are the thing in this world that I care the most about liking me. My advice is to stop caring so much. You are te- you are terrified. I see that in your brain right now. You are terrified. I think you think for the first time you've got people who care about you and you're so terrified of losing it that you are willing to sacrifice an entire well full of Pokemon to try and protect one small poker-powered boy. But the fact is, you've always had that. I've always cared for you. I've just not had the language to communicate that until this point. People like you, Theo. They like you because you're you. But I think what you need to do is trust that. And trust other people. You don't need to protect everyone all the time. But it's so hard. It's so hard to believe that if I stop doing things, somebody is going to pick up the slack. And time and time again, I've been proved proved right in believing that the moment I stop, the world crumbles around me. So I, I hear what you're saying, and you're right, and I will try. I need to put my faith in you and the people with me in the world, but it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time because I've been burned a lot of times before. And if I ever lost you, Medicham, if somebody caught you in an extreme ball, I I don't know what I'd do. Theo, this is a partnership. You and me. So don't don't think of the burden on you alone. It's on us. Theo and Medicham takes a minute. Theo and Medicham. My name's Medicham.
but I chose that. If I can't speak when we get out of here, I just want you to remember that I always have faith in you. Thank you, Medicham. I will try and earn your respect over and over again. Medicham goes for a handshake again, because that is something that Theo has offered before, and Theo responds with a hug. Has Medicham got that awkward hand in the middle of the hug? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Ah, it's like oh, the, ha- it's the hand spread. is just stuck out the back. Oh, stuck out the back gosh. of Theo. <laughs> really getting the full human experience during this uh, time on the meteor, aren't they? to the the square uh, where the sort of huddled scared Pokemon of the wild area have have gathered the the campfire is still burning the embers and King Thrush is just about to address the group Brandy Theo um, Tallahassee and Hannah who has recovered from water gun that knocked her out previously Brandy I think wimpy has has recovered as well from the trap inch medical tent and we see a nice shot of of wimpy just hobbling out of the medical tent towards you brandy maybe you holding up wimpy or is there something else i think wimpy's sort of gone up uh, and and the trap inch i think is sort of complaining that wimpy needs at least three weeks recovery mm, mm. <laughs> and wimpy's not having any of it and tearing off bandages wimpy, and everything yeah. it's just like no get it off um, me wimpy wimpy sees brandy and uh, goes for a handshake but Brandy goes for a hug instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think I think I think Brandy hugs um, Wimpy and I think cracks another rib in Lopany kind of <laughs> oh, thing. Oh. And like, oh God, please stop! And then Brandy's like, Oh my God! Oh, I'm so sorry, Wimpy. No, that was a bad move. I'm, I'm so sorry. Are you ready? You ready to do your ear thing? You ready to kick with your ears? Pam pam. Nice. And you guys are gathering sort of at the back of the assembled uh, Pokemon masses. Kenny, you're with Thrush. God, tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> he's about to ascend this big green crystal dais uh, and address the crowd. Kenny, what what are you saying to quite a nervous King Thrush before he goes on to this, this green crystal and addresses the crowd? Remember, you're not yes. telling uh, anyone what to do. No. You're being a role model, not a leader. You're just going to try okay. to do the next right thing and you're going to do what you want to do. Should I should I also be wearing gangster clothes? Is that is that part of the um... That's kind of a me thing now. Okay, all right. I just <laughs> just wanted if, you know, yeah, a little Yeah, don't be tri- okay. don't be stepping on my style, bro. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, nice, nice. You know, cool. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. but look. <clears throat> be stepping on my wisdom. How about that? You can you can take <laughs> that one. Oh, okay. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't very good at the quips in the mirror. Right? So, I don't really know how to end Step scenes. on the wisdom. Okay, guess I better ascend those steps of steps of thinking, right? Oh, right, now you're getting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I'm feeling ready. You're a, yeah, you're a dragon, baby. What? Yeah, punch me. Come All on, right, I'm doing this. Okay, Oof, I, okay. Punch. Oh, close ow. combat. I remembered how to do close combat. Please don't do that to me. Oh God. <laughs> Kenny takes four points of harm. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, Kenny is a ghost type. <laughs> right, I'm ready. <laughs> Kenny, I'm going up there. 
and King Thrush ascends the dais and yes he definitely looks more regal definitely looks more powerful up there could the scepter be like buzzing with electricity <laughs> oh yeah it's blackened and smoky but it's definitely buzzing and he's gotten rid of the crystal crown which he hated and as tom said his natural coloring on his scales has actually formed this new crown a much more natural yellow and red style and he holds out this this weird melted buzzing scepter and the hushed scared masses of pokemon and indeed the people there just hush for a second and thrush Speaks to the crowd. Um, hush for thrush. Hush for thrush. Hush for Hello. I am... I'm King <clears throat> Thrush. I'm, I'm, I'm King Thrush. Very good. I gave it, I... Yeah, we know that. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I know I don't usually make speeches. I'm normally just in the throne room and... I... You don't usually do anything. <laughs> no, random, random heckler, you're correct. I have not been doing anything. I've been leaving leaving the decision-making down here to others, causing debates, fractures, rifts. I've been terrible. I've been a terrible leader. And it's me. It's my fault that we are in this situation, that you're all huddled, having been hiding in wells, terrified for what's going to happen next. That's my fault. I accept that. But I, I want to change things. Delch is gone. Captured by an extreme ball. Wait, did you like Delch? I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not sure. Some of us like Delch. Some of about you. Half of us. Right, about half of you. Yes. Well, huh, I can say God, to the other God. half. Thank God, Columbo's not gone. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some bad news for you too. Uh, please, please do wait until I finish, because Columbo is also gone. Oh my God! Yes. No, cut oh, me. Oh no! Oh, 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 oh no! No! Kenny, Kenny, I'm losing them. They're, they're falling apart just like they always do. I can't, I can't bring them together. Hey, Kenny. will you lots please just be quiet for a minute? Come on. Stop being mean. Let the man speak. Yeah, yo, let the man speak. Let Kenny tell you to let the man speak. Thank you, little bro. Wait, was that, was that shut it? You've matured. Yeah, it's me, shut it. So everyone needs to shut it. Mr. Thompson, my best friend, would be so proud. I, I'm really excited to see him just after this speech. Ooh, I, wouldn't count <laughs> I do hope I do hope he's okay. <laughs> I think he'll only show up if the scene's too long. Oh, okay, right, right. Sort of his thing. Well, that's a good sign. Kenny here has taught me something. Leadership is not about waving a scepter and making random decisions on stupid debates. Leadership is being a role model. The biggest barrier to freedom down here, was it prison walls or, or, or Steelix-infested caverns? Or, or It was me, because I was making decisions for you, at best. Where freedom, freedom is making your own decisions. And he looks back at Kenny with a sort of a smile as in, is that, is that right? Little nod, thumbs up. And he looks back at the crowd and he pointedly just, the camera zooms over Brandy and Theo as he's talking about freedom being making your own decisions and you see brandy looking very uneasy and thea looking like uncomfortable in their seat i was making these decisions if you had wanted to break out or if you had wanted to stay that should have been on you not on me not on some old kamoo who's been down here on this stupid meteorite l- landscape long enough to forget <laughs> what he being a pokemon even is it's taken ironically a human to act with more Pokemon instinct than any Pokemon I've ever known. 
So thank you, Kenny, for being the best of both worlds. Aww. I am relinquishing my crown. <gasps> because being, being a leader doesn't mean telling you what to do. It means doing something and making an example. And he, he throws down the blue crystal crown and he turns to you, Kenny. Kenny, I want to support you. Whatever you're doing, whatever struggles you're about to face, I want to help you. And whether anyone else down here does as well, that's on them. That is their decision. And he kneels. He kneels before you. Brandy whispers to Thea. Oh. Has Kenny just, has Kenny oh just got a hundred Pokemon? Oh my god. I'm so <laughs> Do all the other Pokemon kneel? Sounds like I've got a Komoa, if nothing else. It might sound like you've got a Komoa, but does, does anyone else kneel? That's the question. Does Kenny want to roll? Is this like a... Or is this Kenny, do you want a Kamoo at, uh, oh, at worst? Yeah. Or at best, a best of small army? <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely roll. Well, it makes sense. Brandy's got a, about 60 Meltan. So if, <laughs> if, Kenny had, if Kenny has bipedal well, a group of human Pokemon... In a way, it feels nice. Thematically, we're, let, we're letting these Pokemon make their own decision yeah. by rolling a dice, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, what should I roll for this, Stu, though? Like... Maybe fun. a D100 if we say there are 100 Okay, Pokemon. a D100, oh sure. God. Oh my god. Because <laughs> if we're going to do that, I think we can just say now, officially, there are 100 Pokemon, there are 100 in, the Pokemon in the wild area. Great. <laughs> Can't believe we're going to fill out the Pokedex convenient. in one episode. What an amazing moment. <laughs> <laughs> Poor iPhone's like, oh, it's going to be an all-nighter. Put on the coffee. Oh, I'm going to log every single one all of right, these. All right, well, here we go. Here is the D100 that I'm going to roll. Oh, my Slowking. <gasps> is... oh, oh, that's so great. 55. That's so perfect. It is almost exactly in the middle. That's so right, though, isn't it? That is good. It's 55. So, yeah, Kenny, you see about half the crowd. They're sort of looking to each other. They seem a little bit mystified by what King Thrush has just said, what that means for them, for the future. And they take it on and they say, yeah, okay, we're making our own decisions. We don't have to come to a consensus. We can do our own thing. And the crowd sort of parts and about half of them go one side and half the other. And one side kneels with King Thrush and the other half doesn't. And they both, both the sides, far from being clashed and locked in debate, seem totally okay with that. You know? I thought this would be more dramatic, but really it's just like, I'm just going to stay here, you know, and do my own thing. That's, that's really, uh, listen, that's really simple. We don't know what's going to go on down here, but I, I, I feel safer down here and I want to stay with, I want to stay with my, uh, with my family down here. I think that's okay, right? Yes. But fine, because I am going to go up there to the sky and finally build my flying machine. <laughs> it's fine. That is also fine. King Thrush is right. You can all choose to go your own way. The people who stay down here, or the Pokemon that stay down here, whatever you want to call yourselves, because that is also your choice, just be aware that I'm afraid the jig is up. You might not be able to live down here in peace anymore. So I'd get practicing your hiding skills, if you know what I mean. But it is your choice. Oh, indeed, our fighting skills. I, Demi, this one part will stay down here and try to protect those who want to stay as best we can. Good on you, Demi. As for everyone else, it'll be an honor to travel with you or to give you freedom 
or to stay with me or to do whatever you want to do. This has been the weirdest day of my life and the last month and a half or so have been buck wild. But this, <laughs> I don't know, this feels good. This feels nice. Thank you, King Thrush. Thank you, Kenny, for freeing me before I've even got out of this prison. I'll follow you to the end of the Bergmite. That's it's that's a that's a common phrase. I swear, <laughs> I, I definitely haven't been practicing that one for about three hours. <laughs> I'm touched. Welcome aboard. And I think, yeah, has Kenny got King Thrush? Come on, yes. I want to know. Okay, I'm going to say it right now, Kenny. You've got King Thrush. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> You've got a Kamoro. <laughs> Right now, Kenny, what we know is you've got about 55 Pokemon down here who are willing to act under your command, but basically whatever plan is concocted in terms of going into the next arc and the prison and everything, be aware that you have that kind of Pokemon power and that responsibility, if that makes sense. Would you say I'm, um, you say I'm Poker-powered, Stu? I'd say you're Poker-packing. <laughs> so I think maybe this... This last scene, we we fade in on the Sofloatsals with maybe Hannah and Tallahassee just hanging back, packing up some supplies, packing up some Gumi juice, re- repackaging everything that got damaged. But the main three Sofloatsals standing over Well G, which Theo, with their blueprints to the core prison, has identified has a secret entrance into the chaplaincy of the core. So whilst Rain and Shine escaped through Well E to the main prison, Well G leads to the Church of Slaslow's secret conclave. So there we have it. It seems that the chaplaincy, just like the prison, needs some connection to this weird meteorite underneath it. God knows why. I mean, Slowking knows why, but I'm sure we'll figure it out very soon. But you could also all tell me that I'm a genius for this architectural nous that I just displayed. You're a G- oh, well done, Theo. You yes. read some blueprints. <laughs> you... Well, G-, G... No, never mind. I'm you know, it's been a while, G- guys, G- and I could just <laughs> do with a compliment. I have... I feel like I've made it very clear I have self-esteem issues, but no, fine. Whatever. Now, we've all got our robes, right? We've all got our robes underneath our outfits? Yes. Yeah, I, I actually put mine on right now. And Guys, the, the robes got a little bit mixed up in the bag. Sorry. Hannah, oh, you had one Hannah. job. Hannah, baby, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little bit concussed still, so uh, maybe you can just sort that out yourself. Well, I'd like to point out, Hannah, that you had an opinion on literally every single one of us and everything we did for most of our time down this uh, down this journey, but I, I respect it. Sort, I respect the concussions, sort. so uh, let's just let bygones be bygones, and uh, bagons yep. be bagons. Ouchie on the head. So anyway, everybody get your robes ready and uh, you all know the education that I gave you in general church practice. So Ow. always Ow. be asking questions. Always be asking uh, Tallahassee, questions. Tallahassee spots Kenny starting to put on a robe and elbows you in the ribs, Brandy. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, and... Brandy goes over to Theo and Kenny 
um, by the well. What, Brandy? Are you about to discuss how we should maybe tweak the plan because of, you know, Team Helsing being thrown into the mix? I mean, what a surprise, right? Yeah. We had no idea we'd be going up against Team Helsing as well. It sometimes, it, I don't know why, it, it sort of feels right that they should be there. Poker powered people are there. Of course, it makes so much sense. I can finally help poker powered people literally like I've, like I've wanted to for the last, well, ever since I discovered there were more people like me. Uh, Brandy puts her hand on Kenny's shoulder and seeing Kenny, hearing all the words from King Thrush, Carcol being in an extreme ball and seeing that pressure of prison and this whole thing, it's all just too much for Brandy. She just can't have this conversation. She's just going to try and trust in what Theo said and says, Hey, Kenny, uh, make sure you stay stay close to me and and, and Theo and, and Tallahassee. Less so Hannah, she keeps dropping the ball. So let's, let's, you know, make sure you stay close to us. But let's go! And Brandy jumps down the well. Theo, of, <laughs> of course I'll stay close to you guys. Amazing things happen when we're together. I'm not scared. Kenny, before he jumps down, turns to King Thrush and goes, You coming? To the ends of the Bergmite. And King Thrush turns to the 55 Pokemon who have pledged their allegiance to Kenny's cause. And he's like, Be on standby. Await our signal. And when the time comes to act, we'll do it. Yo, freedom will be ours, son. And the other, the other fifty-five Pokemon sort of like, yeah, give their exclaims of affirmation. And I think it's very, it's very brave. Yeah. Oh, it's so brave, heart. Yeah. Uh, as Kenny jumps down, maybe, maybe like hand in claw with King Thrush, he goes, "Stop trying to make Bergmite happen." <laughs> <laughs> Great. And King Thrush and Kenny disappeared down the well, leaving Theo on their own. What's the look on Theo's face just before they jump down the well? Uh, Theo looks at the bandolier of extreme balls that they stole from Shine and attaches it around and, and st- stows it under their robes. And then before jumping down the well, Theo has a look at Tallahassee following that conversation that they overheard with Brandy and appraises him for a second and then jumps down the well. After, after Theo jumps down the well, Hannah also struggling to the robe is way too big for her obviously she's like oh wait i I don't want to trip i don't want to trip Ah!" and she jumps down the well as well the well the well ledge is slightly too high yeah (laughs) (laughs) lampent can i have a little boost oh you're hot okay no 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 it's fine i got it and she my hands are on fire (laughs) (laughs) and hannah and lampent disappear down the well as well leaving just tallahassee who had been standing quite quite stiff quite still watching Brandy speak to Kenny almost as if if he'd been primed ready to act at any moment if things had gone wrong his hand firmly clasped around that hypno belt buckle it turned a quarter of a turn towards the left and as everyone disappears down the well he just relaxes it slightly lets it turn back to 12 o'clock lets go takes a deep breath and also disappears down the well
Well, here we are again at the end of an arc. I swear, it feels like it's always me, isn't it, that signs off an arc? I, I feel like I've done this about four or five times now. No matter how many more people start editing episodes, I, I feel like it should mean something, but I don't know what. Hope you enjoyed the final episode of our Cosmic Power arc. I certainly enjoyed adding a pseudo-legendary to my team. <laughs> Kenny is powerful now. But I did not enjoy that anywhere near as much as I enjoy seeing our critical ditto Patreon family grow. And grow it has, as we've added a few new members since I last recorded an outro. Apparently some idiot called Tom Dale is a patron these days, but I... I just, I I can't. So instead, I'm going to welcome to the family and give a huge, huge thank you to the wonderful and generous Betsy, Megan and Darius. Darius, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. And on that note, actually, I very much enjoyed our Patreon Discord channel chat about how bad Stu, Tom, myself, probably David as well, if he were to ever edit an episode, are at pronouncing all of your names. So I'm going to officially correct that now. Okay, here it is. Perfect pronunciations. And huge thanks go to Audrey Resendiz, Atlas Mouth, Pocky Dash 55, Scott M, Eli Lieberman, Carrie Morrison, Big Fat Nuki, Alzder Collinson, Guineavus, Miloma Oi, Josh Anderson, Eric Eichinger, Crandone, Creations, Gigita, Force Majory, Scissors Trevenant, Alchimagi, Trigular Aka Arauro, Jonna Jackson, Kaigapin Cosplay, Hei Kilai, Dr. Megamanford, Jirumbi, and Turtley Lovery. Oh, that got really hard towards the end. I should have just thanked you all because I really, really do thank all of you and thank all of your support, as well as the aforementioned Darius, Betsy, and Megan. Your Patreon money is even actively helping us out now. I am recording this outro on a brand spanking new fancy microphone that we bought with your generous, generous donations. Um, all the boys have got one now, except Stu, who already had one because he's, you know, an actual voice actor. Unfortunately, we record so far ahead of time that you probably won't hear it in the actual sort of episodes themselves for a while. But patrons can hear can hear it in our one-off episodes, and it will eventually make its way onto the main feed. Please, everyone, send us those previouslys. Join the ranks of the fabulously confident and fabulously fabulous Ellie Lieberman who submitted her previously for this episode. We do enough talking on our own podcast. I want to hear you talk. Just a quick voice note on your phone. That's literally all we need. Well, and, you know, for you to email it to us as well. If you're not a patron and want to be able to Send in a previously of your own, access bonus content, including lots of uh, specials, Mechanicits episodes, one-shots that we've done. Please visit patreon.com forward slash critical ditto. Alternatively, if you like and want to support the show but can't afford the Patreon, totally cool. Another way to help us out is to leave us a review and a rating, ideally five stars, but, you know, I'm not going to force you. It really helps to drive people towards the show and does all sorts of good things to help us out. 
Other thank yous, of course, go to Michael Sands, the creator of Monster of the Week, to Braxton Burks and the Material Collective for their music, for Glitchjack City for their music, for Epidemic Sound for their music and sound effects. I actually use music from Epidemic Sound for uh, Brandy's favourite song ever today. Um, and it's a really good little song, so a little break from the norm. I'm actually, after the sort of outro here and the goof that we do at the end of the show, I'm going to just play that song, because we got the rights to it, and it's good. It's uplifting. I'm sure people will enjoy it. If you didn't like it, you can always just, you know, finish the episode early. But, I don't know, I'm editing this, so I'm going to put it in. The song is called Victorious, and it's by Mark Torch and Nikki DeSoto. I don't know if you can find it anywhere other than Epidemic Sound, but... You can always just come back and listen to the end of this episode. Um, thanks to Jinichi Masuda and Satoshi Tajiri, two names that I almost always pronounce incorrectly and with no intention to because they made Pokemon. So I owe them a lot. We all owe them a lot. Unfortunately, we're not aff affiliated with Game Freak, Nintendo or the Pokemon Company. We are not for profit and fan made. Thanks to you, of course, for listening. And thanks to Stu, Tom and David, my, my buddies. My, my good, good buddies. Follow us on Twitter on at Critical Ditto. Stu can be found on at Stu Clark. I can be found on at Alistair Hill 91. David can be found at at DJF Leasley. And Tom can be found at at Brandy Buns. You can follow our Instagram. We are Critical Ditto Pod. And please join our Discord. Uh, details for how to do that can be found on our Twitter. And last but by no means least, go and be the very best like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself. Locating. Batman. Batman is that okay? Are you blind? <laughs> right, it's going to be a much easier fight. Yes. It's going to be a much easier fight now. Uh, I know that. Kenny, I can't see At least the you've Batmobile. Got a who's I'm blind. Does it look okay? <laughs> Kenny, be honest with me. How does it look? Uh, you know I can't lie to you, Batman. It looks like it's been run over by a steamroller. <laughs> That's for your honesty. <laughs> Who let Batman drive when he's blind? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's just Work a crowbat. There's a crowbat in the passenger seat, just going. Oh. I walk the streets of silence, tears stream down my face Stuck in an endless cycle, will my luck ever change? It's only you